time to talk television with Mr. Guy Williams. Hi, Guy. What is this California quail nonsense? Whenever I tune into the show, I'm always so fascinated as to what you're talking about. Geordie, and I could not be more bored. Geordie, can we uh, please get a, a recording of the California quail bird song for our TV reviewer, Guy Williams? Just so, <laughs> I do just, not want that. I don't want to hear about the California quail. Here it comes, Guy. Are we, just let me know, are we pro or anti-quail? Can you just turn it up a bit so I can hear less of Guy and more of the quail? There you go, Guy. So next time you're taking a stroll out in nature and you've left your TV behind, <laughs> you can enjoy a lot of what uh, New Zealand's natural world has to offer. Welcome. Nice to, nice to have you on, as always. Is, is it nice to have me? I don't know. What, why do we do this live? This is a genuine broadcasting question. Like, is there a reason? Why don't we pre-record this so we can cut out all the terrible stuff I say and just put in the highlights, you know? It has been mooted, but actually I quite enjoy it, uh, Guy. I never know quite what to expect from you. People enjoy, uh, well, you certainly, you know, Y- y- your Monday certainly gets uh, kicked off to a pretty swift start in case anyone was still feeling sleepy at 2pm on a Monday afternoon. Look, look um, at you struggling to say a positive word. But I appreciate <laughs> it nonetheless. Hey, I'll say something positive. You just got back from the Melbourne Comedy Festival where you were nominated for Best Show. Yeah, man. It Congratulations. Was, uh, of, yeah, it was one of the greatest moments of my um, life. Um, I've had a lot of great moments, but um, all my personal <laughs> achievements, this was much better than that. Yeah. Um, I said this to you personally, but um must be quite different doing this in uh, doing stand-up in Australia because here in New Zealand, most people have a bit of a perception of who Guy Williams is when you step onto stage and that either helps you or, or maybe in some cases is a hurdle that you have to get over. But <laughs> you, would be, um, you would be a stranger to a lot of the people coming to see you in Australia. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Like I am very, let's be honest, hated in New Zealand and for good reason for all the terrible things that I have done. But in Australia, I'm completely a blank slate. So it was a fresh, <laughs> a fresh chance. And it was, yeah, it was, it was so awesome. And plus the Kiwis came to support me as well, like a 660 concert. New Zealanders go see other New Zealanders. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah, good for them. Um, before we get on to the TV review, Guy, just before 2pm, I was talking to an expert on the, uh, on the inner mind with the conversation of whether or not you have a voice in your head which sort of narrates... Uh, your day to you, and I'd be fascinated to know what goes on inside your head. Do you have a like a voice or, or something which is kind of chatting away during a busy day? No, I wouldn't. I would. Well, I've never had a busy day, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a voice chatting to me. I would say just like I'm very aware, and it's quite a negative voice. I, I my voice always says, "Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Stop being like that." And I don't know why I don't listen to that voice more because I'd be a much better person and much. <laughs> more liked person if I, if I listen to that voice. Does it say it verbally? Does it actually say the words, don't do that, or is it just a feeling that maybe you shouldn't do that? No, it's just like, if I, if I judged myself like I judged other people, I would hate me, but I don't, <laughs> so I'm all good. <laughs> uh, okay, I feel like you're avoiding my specific questions there, but that's okay. Um, oh, no, no, no. I, I, no, to answer your question, no, I don't have, I don't have a voice talking to me that no. feels like it's not me. No, 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 no. no. Okay, um, you've been, you're looking forward to the finale of Succession. Yeah, man. I, um, I, I asked Jesse for people to pull back the wizard's curtain. I, um, I'm very sorry if I didn't understand that last question. We should have that chat more often off air because I just don't. 
understand it, obviously. Um, to, to, pull, to pull back the Wizards curtain on my TV re- reviewing um, time, I asked Jesse if I could review White Lotus, and um, he said no. And then, and then I asked him if I could review Succession, and he said no. And that's why when I review weird things, because Jesse is suppressing the truth. People don't want to know about White Lotus season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't say you couldn't do it. I just suggested that maybe you're a little bit behind the eight ball. Um, that <laughs> series having come out three to four years ago. Um, it was a good show. I, I liked it. I'll say that. And it's and it is the finale of the TV show Succession today. So I, I think I might have just noted to you that a lot of people had mentioned how much they were enjoying it. But it's no no reason you can't give us your own thoughts. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a great show. I think it, finishing any TV show is so hard. You know, you've heard my theory that you should just watch season one and then just stop watching it because they never end well. But I feel like Succession, they're doing a good job of taking it home. So if you are if you are looking at getting into it, it is a show that's probably worth the hype and worth the journey. It's such an expensive TV show. Like, there is something impressive. You know, they talk about, when they talk about musical theatre, they talk about showing the money on stage. Mm-hmm. These shows are so expensive. I feel like Succession probably costs more than the entire New Zealand economy, you know, it's more than our GDP. <laughs> yeah, and um, some shows, some shows are expensive but don't look expensive. But Succession looks expensive, in my opinion. Oh yeah, well, it's shot in New York, which for a start is, you know, most New York shows are shot in like, you know, like uh, Toronto or something like yeah. that. Every scene has about five helicopters and about four <laughs> super yachts, and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's not an official review because um, Guy felt like he um, wasn't allowed to, uh, say, spend another reviewing episode talking about that particular show. But I'm glad you're enjoying it. You're actually going to tell us about the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, man. I just say, like, if you're into sports, um, the NBA Eastern Conference Finals have been amazing. The Bo- Close, eh? Boston Celtics beating the Miami Heat in a last-second buzzer beater. And I realize this is a weird TV review. No, I, I love it. To, I wanted to give people um, a little bit of a, a heads up that we're heading into the NBA Finals, which might be a, the Denver Nuggets are waiting for whoever wins tomorrow at 12.30 if you want to see the um, Game 7 of a seven-game series. That's pretty exciting. But I wanted to kind of like talk about the broadcast a little bit because for New Zealand fans, I think the, um, the broadcast is so unbelievably bad. Really? And, um, I, I actually recommend watching on the NBA app and you watching it, the Spanish language or the <laughs> Japanese feed because it's better than the English commentator. <laughs> wow, that's I would have thought it being such a high profile and multi billion dollar sport that the broadcast it's would be magnificent. Yeah, no, well that's the problem. The T V work is amazing. Like they've got five thousand camera angles. They have yeah. a camera that shoots through the glass backboard, for goodness sake. Yeah. But the actual broadcasters, it's 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 funny that even, because we have this problem in New Zealand with the rugby commentary, but it's New Zealand's a tiny country, there's a lot of nepotism, there's a lot of like jobs for the boys. Even in America, one of the biggest, richest countries in the world, one of the biggest, richest sports, they still have, on ESPN, they have Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, both of who are ex-coaches who are just kind of angry and bitter that they're not coaching. <laughs> and, then, and then when they switch over to the rival broadcaster, because they do split it up between two networks, 
the the rival broadcaster has Jeff Van Gundy's brother, Dan Van Gundy. <laughs> so no matter who's broadcasting, it's a Van Gundy brother, and they both are so terrible and bitter. It's horrible to listen to. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is wild, isn't it? Like, so strange. Are they commentating, or are they just doing sort of the presentation before and after? They do colour commentating, um, which means they add in the detail. You know, like, they have a competent guy there just saying what's happening, and then they're, they're supposed to add in the details. But if you've been watching for a few years, maybe for hey, maybe for someone just tuning into the finals tomorrow, yeah. it wouldn't be so bad. But if you've been watching like me for the last ten years, they have the same catchphrases: hand down, man down, mama, there goes that man. You can like repeat. <laughs> I could do their commentary for them if you want. Like it's absolutely the same every time, and it's so frustrating. It drives it's like, me crazy. Are you old enough to remember when John Loma Rugby was big on the PlayStation? And yes. um, the first time you played it, it was amazing because they had these commentators making these kind of funny sort of asides. But then you realise that every game that you ever played of this PlayStation game would have the exact same jokes and the same commentary. That's ex- that's a perfect analogy. John Lomo Rugby, iconic sports game, iconic commentary, but because it was so annoying, and um, yeah, that's what the ESPN commentary is like watching the NBA finals. So that so if you do have the NBA app, you can switch to the Japanese or um, Spanish feed. I highly recommend that. I've just watched a bit of it. There is some strange kind of audio stuff going on as well because at the time that the Americans go to an ad break, I think we don't get ads. And so you get sometimes a little bit of the kind of in-stadium entertainment and then it'll suddenly like click off to absolute silence. It's quite a strange experience. Oh, what a great point. Who would have guessed that um, actually you miss ads? But um, if you watch the ESPN feed, they constantly play the exact same three ads over and over. And don't get me wrong, no one's excited about the NHRA drag racing season heating up as much as me. <laughs> but it gets when you see the same ad over and over again, and when I was in Australia, they wouldn't stop playing New Balance ads, just the exact same ad, exact mm. same song. And there's so, unfortunately with American sports, there is way too many ad breaks. And so it does, yeah, that's, that just adds to the horrible experience. It really is. It's pretty bad, to be honest. Yeah, say what you like about New Zealand sports, but at the, as far as I know, uh, they don't take breaks purely for TV commercial region, reasons. Although maybe maybe there is one now between, say, the hacker and the um, and the kickoff. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's there's pretty, a time break. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's 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 the biggest strength of I think rugby and, and soccer is that they they don't have any stoppages to put ads in. Um, yeah, that is that is a blessing, absolutely. Guy Williams, our TV reviewer. Uh, so that's the NBA Eastern Conference, and you're pretty close between the Heat and Celtics at the moment. Uh, you've been watching a bit of local sport too? Yeah, I, I was just going to tag on to that. that um, I think in New Zealand we need a, um, a super rugby commentary shake-up as well. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get too personal because I realise that the commentators would probably hear this, but... Um, they need to um, just, you know, get some slightly newer ideas. Like I haven't watched rugby in about five or six years. I'm tuning back in and nothing seems to have changed. It's, <laughs> it's the same old tired cliches. It's the same, you know, maybe I'm being a little bit mean, but it's the same people doing the same things. The thing that really gets me, though, and I think this is a, is a, is a very fair criticism that I can make without being too personal, the pronunciation of Māori and Pacific Island names is still not up to scratch, mm-hmm. and um, and I mean I mean some people might be like, "Oh, get over it," but it's a pretty big deal if you get your name said wrong all the time. Um, totally. And I mean I, I I can't do it either, so I'm not a good example. <laughs> but if, if we if we had a few more Māori Pacific Island commentators, 
they would say the names correctly and then we idiots like me watching at home on TV would learn and that would be a good way to, you know, like normalise the language. So I think that would be a huge thing. Thank you. Um, on to John Boy, who's uh, not technically television, I don't think, but a YouTube personality. No, here's the hard thing about TV reviews, man, is like the main thing I watch now is probably YouTube or some sort of streaming platform and a, a little YouTube series that I've just become addicted to it's something to maybe, I mean, I don't want to encourage people to be addicted to their phones, but if you want to watch something in a little break at work or something mm. like that, um, John Boy is this guy who basically he just explains baseball to you. He just breaks down in, in three to five minute, ten minute clips, um, depending on how exciting the situation is, important plays in the baseball game or the season or weird and funny things that can happen. And it's so interesting because I've never cared for baseball, but I like cricket. And if you like cricket, then baseball, it works really well, like the little nuances of the way the pitcher looks at the, ba- the, the, the batter and stuff like that, eye contact, the way the pitcher communicates with the catcher. I really have become addicted to it. I know it sounds hard to believe, and I'm maybe not articulating it well, but the reason I love John Boy is because he lip reads. And there's nothing better than watching baseball managers storm out of the dugout to abuse a referee, and he can absolutely spot on get every word they're saying. It's such a talent. It's like he's someone who, who didn't speak, um, he couldn't hear for a few years and had to rely on r- r- lip reading. It's so funny and so um, entertaining. I highly recommend John Boy. This is, this is not comedy lip reading. He's actually telling you what these people are saying. Oh, no, yeah, good, no, good point. Sorry, yeah, comedy lip reading is a big thing on YouTube too. No, no, he literally just, because it is funny, just what they're saying, because they go absolutely ballistic. Yeah. Over the most tiny little infringements or calls or rule violations and... Um, yeah, in baseball, they still say the word horse S-word a lot, which I've never heard that expression in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. It's not a common expression, but out there on the, the fields of Colorado baseball, <laughs> it's happening every day, and I find it wildly entertaining. Thank you for self-censoring there, by the way. I really appreciate it. And um, it's the first time I ever have, and the last time I ever wore. I feel bad. <laughs> I've sold out. <laughs> so that's John Boy on YouTube. And just a, a note that we shouldn't expect any Netflix TV reviews from you anytime soon. I've unsubscribed from Netflix. I can't believe I'm saying that. I've been a loyal follower. I love Netflix for the last, you know, like five or six years. But I, I must say, they're just like, their new content seems kind of junky. I've watched all their stand-up. I've seen all their good movies. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, uns- I'm shocked to say it, but I'm actually moving away from Netflix. So You're out. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't subscribe to everything. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a cost-of-living crisis guy. Yeah, yeah. well, that was part of it. But also just like, you're like, why? what am I paying for here? You know, like, um, and it's good to cycle around them. I'm um, giving some other platforms a try now. And yeah, maybe I'll even tune into um, my own network, 3 Now, for a change. I should do that. <laughs> uh, Guy, thank you. It's great to have you on as always. Cheers for having me, Jesse. Keep up the good work. Shout out to the birds that you're talking about next, probably. Thank you, Guy Williams, our TV reviewer.